Hello, crazy Monday, for me anyway. I hope your Monday and weekend's been okay. The challenge today, this week, or frankly, I've been thinking about this. Our hope is that one of these Mondays there will be a lifetime challenge presented. And if that's you, please just let us know and go to the con- by going to the contact page. It'll be confidential. Just send us a message so that we can continue to help you more intentionally. My wife and I really are passionate about that. I've heard it said, listen, please do this very closely. Not sure who said this, but that the greatest tragedy is going through life and not knowing why you were here. So we'll keep doing the Monday thing, but our goal is really to help you get your faith unstuck, which is the challenge today. I don't know if you've feel that way but uh do you feel like your faith is stuck and or what do you do when it does get stuck maybe it's stuck because of uh, your faith betrayed you or you're withdrawing your faith or you're hiding in your faith so getting faith unstuck what an amazing journey when you set faith free in your life let me also say that if you're feeling everything's okay and you know you got you're not feeling uh very pressed in your faith and you know you've got strong faith right now and i deeply encourage you to listen uh, because uh, faith often presses us and it, it if you're not pressed right now um then uh maybe it's time for god to press you a little J- james 2 14 what good is it my brothers and sisters if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds can such faith save them Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical need, then what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. And then he goes on and talks about Abraham and how he's, his faith in bringing Isaac uh, credited him with righteousness. And he was called God's friend. Love that. And then verse 25, in the same way Rahab, the prostitute, considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies, basic needs, and sent them off in a different direction. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. So James is clearly concerned about helping his friends that are scattered out. He wants them to regain momentum and you know, rekindle the fire of their faith, and, which has really just become stuck or stale. And he wants to help them get unstuck. And it's a very practical exercise program. That You know, if James was your coach, he'd be the guy, like, in your ear, giving you the exercise, workout every day, uh, faith without works. You know, and Paul would be doing the faith alone thing. Um, but it's okay as an effort, as a team. Uh, each wants the faith that's in the heart to come out. Uh, so we're not going to even go to that debate. So... How do we know if our faith is stuck or unstuck? Let's just think about the readers of this letter. They were scattered out. We learned that in verse 1. The 12 tribes are scattered among all the nations because they've been persecuted. And James is basically saying that this is the point here. You've not only retreated from physical persecution, but you are retreating mentally as well. And we see this every day. Maybe our faith just got damaged or we got hurt or betrayed about people at work, church, someone, maybe you tried to help, and we just begin to withdraw our faith a little bit instead of stepping and pressing it. And, you know, maybe we find ourselves thinking more about ourselves than the basic needs of others that God's put right in 
front of us. So are, are you are you stuck in your faith? Um, if if so, I, w- I would say that most likely we begin to feel less valuable in life, or we feel like we're packing up some serious uh, baggage and carrying it around every day and just going through life's emotions. If you can imagine the scene of the refugee camps that James was writing to, there's definitely trauma, there was definitely problems. Uh, it would seem impossible, or maybe unlikely, to carry on a great witness for God. But listen, before we go on, I just want to say, if you don't feel that your faith is being pushed or pressed any, then I would question my connection with God. Because a lot of times, you know, I find myself, my first phone call is to a friend or a family member. And they feel the gap when my faith is pushed, when really my first phone call should be going to God. So in verse 4, James says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? You and me are actually the ones that become in real need, don't we? If I lose compassion for those who have basic needs, then what have I become? I've become stuck. And that's a raw challenge today. It hurts because many of us are facing, you know, Difficult situations financially or in relationships, and yet we find ourselves stretched and stuck. So James goes as far to say, you're basically dead if your faith is not active. And faith's not active until we respond to what God is calling to. I heard a pastor say recently. So God has a way of using us, believers, in circumstances where strength is sort of squeezed out of us. And healing occurs. And with an unstuck faith, what we can look around and we realize that there are greater things at stake than our circumstances. And it's not so that we can say, oh, someone else has got it worse off than me. It's so that we can step into those people that are hiding or that are overwhelmed by the world when God has called them and us to live in abundance. This happens to believers so often when they get stuck in their faith. They value themselves in all honesty about as much as you can imagine Rahab the prostitute did. And this is the very end, and this is the point. But when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction, when she allowed God into her life, healing and any feeling of being displaced or invaluable to others vanished. She went from being stuck to living a legendary life, becoming the great-grandma of King David. Listen, God wants to put change A generation through you. Imagine what they'll say years from now about your unstuck and abundant life because you saw and you met the basic needs of those that God's put right into your house, into your life. So let's get on with it, shouldn't we? God bless.